Your adversary, the devil, will constantly throw words your way to distract you from God's plan for your life. Don't give in to fear. Jesus freed you from all fear. Learn more on today's Believer's Voice of Victory. Now here's Gloria. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Kelly's back with me today, and we're going to be talking about, what is it? Living free from fear. Living free from fear. So if you know somebody that needs to learn that, give them a call real quick and tell them to watch the broadcast. Kelly, it's going to be good. You know, a lot of people are fearful. Mm -hmm. If they don't, especially if they don't know anything about the Lord much. And the 91st Psalm and all the words that give us protection and blessing. So I think it's a really good thing you're doing. We're going to enjoy it. And it, it's good to, to, for everybody to just stop for a moment and let the Lord do a heart check on them. Yeah. Because I found that in regard, I mean, I have been in as free, fear-free of a household growing up my whole life and determined to live free from yeah. fear and Amen. rebuking fear and resisting it when it comes. I mean, that's my way, that's our way of life. And we've developed that out of the things that we're telling you here um, last week and this week, if you just watch him for the first time today, to go to kcm.org. You can download study notes. Really make this a study for your life oh, and yeah. teach your kids. But even if if you're like me and that's how you've lived your life and you think, oh, that's that, I don't deal with that. You know, it's good to just sit down, stop and listen because he can diagnose you. It's fear is sneaky. Oh, it is. It's sneaky because it's Satan's way in. The Bible mm -hmm. says, don't be ignorant of his devices. The words that we read uh, yesterday in Luke 21, and there's this day of, of uh, you know, he's accused, he is the daily, daily accuser of the brethren. That's right. He is daily trying to throw something at you and make it stick. He's trying to throw some charge at you. Well, he wants control. That's all, that's what Satan's all about. He wants control. And if you're afraid of him, if you give him place, he'll take it. Yes. And then he'll have control. And he's looking for place. That's right. And that's why he's throwing Nothing these things at you. Nothing to him. That's why he needs your place. And you need to realize, too, he's throwing things at you. He has to throw words at you. God's throwing words at you. Are you going to catch them? Mom ties taught masterfully about being a receiver of the word, like mm -hmm. a football player, a receiver, taking it. Satan's throwing words at you. Sure he is. And That's he wants you to take chance. them like God wants you to take his words of faith. Satan wants you to take this worry and fear. Well, just because you've grown up in the Lord and you're mature, doesn't mean he's quit throwing them. And I'm telling you, you just have to be alert. Yeah. The Bible consistently tells us. He never says, okay, you've grown up now. You can just coast the rest of your mm -hmm. life. I have not found that place yet. I mean, there's a lot of things that are easier for us now because we've practiced them so much. Yeah. But even in that, don't be don't be uh, unaware of the need to keep fear out of your life. And don't be unaware. See, we are talking this week and last week about keeping our face on Jesus because, you know, um, Jesus will let, alert us like he did to the disciples in, Psalm, in um, Luke 21, he will alert us when there's something that we need to pay attention to mm -hmm. if we've got our awareness focused on him. So we don't worry. We don't even worry about having fear. We look to Jesus. We get our eyes on him because he has, 
That's right. Even we read that we may not see the, we've been given control over all circumstances. It said we may not be seeing that yet, but we see Jesus. And he's the one that got, that we get that from, that we get our words from. And, and so we receive his words today as we do this broadcast. Yes, and amen. we left right in the middle of Luke 21. And I'd already read it and it was so good. But um, I think I left my glasses. What did I do? <laughs> I left my reading glasses. Um, I'm going to let you read this, Mama. <laughs> You're so good to me. Uh, let me see. Father, I thank you for your grace. Have somebody check on her glasses. Yeah, I think they're in the, in the dressing room. Y'all can give them to me. But it says, um, uh, he says, this is the Passion Translation. It says, there will also be many wars and, and revolutions on every side with rumors of wars to come. Don't panic or give in to your fears. That is a good word for us today. Mm -hmm. And what we realized yesterday yeah. that Jesus is speaking here about when you're in front of your accusers. Well, like I said, we have daily that he is accusing you of something. He's trying to throw some words at you that'll stick. Well, when we are, he says, don't worry about or panic or give in to your fears. And I love this. He says in verse 16, I believe, <laughs> it says, determine in your hearts not to prepare for your own defense. It says simply, in other words, don't be thinking with worry. We're going to talk about that some in the next two days about the cares of this life and worry and what Jesus has to say about it. But he says, you know, there's no reason to worry about it. He says, simply speak the word, uh, speak with the words of wisdom that I will give you in that moment. He's going to give you words to say the moment Satan comes. So you don't wait till then to start reading the no, word. Yeah, no. This word tunes your heart. This is what it says in Hebrews. That it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. This is a sharp sword. So when you put this word in your heart, Jesus will help you pull out of your heart in the right moment, the right blade to just cut the devil up this way, that way, and sideways and forward. You'll write it on the tablet. The Lord will write it on the tablet of your heart. And how many times, how many times, Mom, has, um, how many times have we been in a situation mm -hmm. and it's, it looks so difficult, but he gives you the key word to say out of your mouth. The key sword. Let me tell you something. You know, I, I, my my dad has always said that scripture we read the last two weeks about talking about the haunting fear of death. Mm -hmm. Well, um, he, dad always used to say, never let them see you sweat. Never let the devil see That's you right. sweat. That's and right. you know what that made me think of the other day? What? I kind of laughed about it. But I've thought of how many people now don't, like they don't read their Bible like, uh, like I grew up learning to do or make notes in their Bible or be reading their Bible along and God give them a revelation of something. See this Luke 21, this was just in one of my daily readings and he showed me this and I never had connected what he said about him expressing his words. We talked yesterday, he said, my words will never disappear. What words? Well, of course this Bible and the words he said will never disappear. But in context, 
He's talking about the words he just said. We just read it. He said, I'll give you the right words at the right moment. That's Such right. wisdom Praise that God. Satan or your enemy cannot refuse right. you or refute you. He said, I'll give you the right words in the moment. And then he says, later, my words will never disappear. I'll never stop saying it. I'll, Jesus is like, I will never stop expressing these words of deliverance to you. Why? He's our Savior. And he's saying, I will never stop. So don't worry that you won't have it when the right time comes because I'm never going to stop. Our part is to look at him. But anyway, I was thinking about that the other day and I just had this picture of how people really use their phones a lot now to read the Bible. Or maybe, you know, I've gotten just, and I'm not saying you shouldn't use the Bible. I mean, my goodness, what a wonderful thing to have the Bible on your phone. Mm -hmm. At any moment, you can look up a scripture. I'm not... I think that has a, a wonderful place, but I don't think, I think you're, it, it, it lessens your, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but I feel like just reading this, I don't get what I get making notes in this, letting, letting God speak to me about yeah. what his word says. And I made a note on it because he spoke something to me. Mm. That's so hard to do and see in, in a phone. But I, I had this picture the other day, when you come up on trouble, you need the words of Jesus. Yeah. And it made, I pictured, I think, wasn't it Al Pacino who said, had his gun and he said, say hello to my little friend. Is that Al Pacino? I, I don't know Al that. Pacino very well, but whoever it was, he said, say hello to my uh, little friend. And uh, I, I pictured somebody saying to the enemy, Say hello to my little friend. Yeah. And the devil's not being very scared because you spend as much time on social media and texting people on this as you do in your Bible. And this didn't drive off the devil too bad. But let me see your Bible. Oh, there were my glasses. They were in my pocket. <laughs> you have to hold mine together. Oh, I know. She said I have to hold it together. Okay, but I'm telling you, when you say to the devil who's come at you, you say hello to my little friend. He says, by his stripes, you're healed. Oh, he says, oh, this is what he told me on April 30, April the 30th, 1972. God said you are free. That's right. Isn't that something? Yep. So putting this word in Amen. draws out the current word that Jesus has given you for today. Man, I've had, I'll be reading this word and it pulls out a word in here. Sure. Yeah. I'll be reading this word and God speak to me about my kids. And um, so I'm going to get That's my glasses. <laughs> That's right. We're just real around here, people. So, um, yeah. Okay. Praise God. I'm healed. My eyes are youthful. Amen. Renewed. Amen. Amen. I bet you're agreeing with me for Amen. your eyes, dude. We're believing. I'm standing on it. But this says, determine in your heart not to prepare for your own defense. Simply speak the words of wisdom that I will give you at that moment. And none of your persecutors will be able to withstand the grace and wisdom that comes from your mouth. Look, listen to this, mom. It says, um, let's see, verse 18. Oh, let me keep reading here. Um, it says, verse 18, don't worry. My grace will never desert you or depart from your life. Praise Isn't God. that good? That's the passion. This is the passion translation. And, and remember like we that. talked about the haunting fear 
Yeah. The haunting fear of death that stays in your head, stays in your consciousness and just keeps talking to you. When you, you try to say, oh, okay, I'm not gonna worry. You gotta look to Jesus to not worry because that fear is in there unless you drive it out. But this says, my grace will never desert you or depart from your life. Down here in the notes, he says this, mom, um, the, the literal, even though this is not what the Greek trend manuscript, the words say, the passion is more about the meaning and the literal translation of the Aramaic figure of speech, grace will not leave your head. Grace will not leave your Grace head. will not leave your That's head. That's in the Passion Translation? Yes. Yeah, so he says... Of what? Luke what? This is Luke 21 and verse 18. He's like, don't worry about what to say. Grace will Grace not. will not leave your head. My grace will never desert you. It will not leave your head. When? When you don't worry. When you look to Him. When you nice don't panic. God. When you don't worry that's about awesome. what you're going to say in trouble. When you don't worry about the trouble that's coming. He says, my grace will not leave your head. I just I I thought like that, that was so great. And by fir standing firm with patient endurance, faith and patience. You've heard my parents preach that. They've been preaching that for 50 years. Faith and, faith patience. and patience wins. By standing firm with, faith, with patient endurance, you will find your souls, your mind, your will, and your emotions to be free from concern, Praise deliverance. Christ. Then let's skip down to verse, um, as he goes on to talk about the end of times, which we're, we're getting into right now. We need to be aware. Verse 27 says, Alas, when you see the Son of Man come, surrounded with a cloud and great power and miracles, in the radiance of His splendor, and with great glory and praises, it will make you jump for joy. When you see hard times coming, you just jump for joy because you know you're delivered. For the day of your full transformation has arisen. Then he talks about... Um, the, the end times, he says, when you see these signs, you realize the earth is yielding to the fullness of the kingdom realm of God. If you don't have your eyes on the trouble, if you have the eyes on the trouble, you'll be thinking, man, this earth is yielding to terrible things. It's just terrible. Everything around me is terrible. But the Bible says where sin abounds, grace, grace much more abounds. So if you have your eyes on the kingdom, you get excited. So I'm more excited now than I've ever been because this says, the earth is yielding to the fullness of the kingdom realm of God. Where sin abounds, you could say favor does much more abound. That's what grace is. Favor. When sin abounds, Goodness. favor does much more abound. In other words, God's favor is coming to help you get over any other kind of thing that try to take your life, try to take your finances, try to take your children. Grace abounds. And we're not supposed to... We're supposed to be looking at the grace and the yeah. grace giver, That's not right. the trouble, not That's caring right. and fearing and worrying about the trouble. So this says, guard your hearts. Mm -hmm. This is Jesus telling his disciples how to handle these times and we're actually stepping into. Be careful that you never allow your hearts to grow cold. Remain passionate and free from anxiety and the worries of this life. That's your job. Only you can do that. Jesus cannot. He has freed you from worry. He's freed you from the fear. He's made you free, completely free. But this says, you have to uh, keep yourself in His face. It says, roll your care roll over your on care. the Lord. You got to roll it. Then you will not 
be caught off guard by what happens. Don't let me come and find you drunk or careless in living like everyone else. Yeah. So when the cares of this life, careless living, worry, anxiety, and and will cause you cause that day to come as a surprise mm -hmm. to you. This says, for that day will come as a shocking surprise to all, like a downpour that drenches everyone, yeah. catching many, not everybody, catching many unaware and unprepared. Right. We're not unaware when we look no. at Jesus. Mm -hmm. They were not unaware because while they were touring the temple, oh, look at, wow, this is awesome. Jesus is like, there's a day coming. <laughs> so he made them, he, he made them aware and he makes you and I aware. Yes, and he, and we are, this is not going to catch us unprepared. Keep a watch over your soul and pray for the courage and grace to prevail over these things that are destined to occur. Says it'll come on everybody that you will stand before the presence of the Son of Man with a clear conscience, not shipwrecked, not problematic, but your conscience see clear. What a, see what an advantage that word people have over just normal people. Mm. We, we have the word, we put the word in our eyes, in our ears, it's down in our heart, it talks to us, comes to our aid, we study it, we have answers. But if you're just out there in the world, you don't have, you can't have faith without the word. And, you, and so your faith is just, you could have it, but you don't without, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what do we do? Well, you should, what should you do? You should get in a really good word church that preaches the word. You should get teachings of the word from people that have taught faith for years, like Brother Hagin and Brother Copeland and many others. You should find you a good word church. That's a whole area of churches, word churches. What do they do? They, they teach you the word. They teach you how to live and walk by faith. Glory to God. And you can live free no matter what's going on in the world. So that's, the, that's what we have to do. I like this, Kelly. Isn't I want that good, Mom? Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many ways that those fears that set the the fears that come us that, you know, I wanted to have time to talk about the, you know, fear of failure. We're not going to fail. We're not going to fail. No. Not We've got Jesus. Not if you're looking to Jesus. That's we'll right. get to any of these things that we can tomorrow, but I really want to focus tomorrow about casting it out, casting your care on him, humbling yourself under, even just under the words that we heard today humbling yourself under those words and resisting fear, resisting yeah. the devil. Um, and I want to talk, maybe we'll have a chance tomorrow to, to look in what Matthew 6, I do want to say, look at that with what Jesus said. But you know, in Isaiah, it says no weapon. My kids, it says great shall be the peace it's of your, your children. children. You need, and I tried to do your work for you and find your scriptures for you about the different things of fear, but it's good for you to go to the Word and not not just go to the Word, Mom, but really I think the point of what we're really saying is go to Jesus. Let Him direct you where to go to the Word. You're like, Lord, I do have worry over this, over that. Let Him direct you in the Word of God. Let Him direct you to the right. I have had Him direct me to turn on the TV and there and a certain channel and there was a preacher saying something I needed to hear. He will direct you. He's our leader. So in all these different kinds of fear, we've talked a lot about, 
you know, staying in for your kids and, and fear of the future. But fear of the future just boils down to worry. Yeah, and we refuse to worry. And we refuse to care. And in that, we are looking at Jesus. And that takes faith. It takes faith in Jesus. Faith, faith comes in God. by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Mm -hmm. So you can have faith. Everybody can have faith if they'll just believe what they read in the Bible. Take it. Say, and, that's mine. That's mine. And, you know, we're going to go tomorrow to um, Matthew 6 because Jesus oh, addressed all those, uh, all those cares that people yes, have a lot, yes. you know. And any care that you have can be handled in the same way and has been taken care of in the same yes, way amen. as we're going to find Good. in um, chapter 6. That will be excellent, 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 excellent. How are we doing on our time, Tim? Mm -hmm. 30 seconds, glory to God. Don't miss any of these things on faith and the Word. You're, you need faith. I need my faith. Kelly needs her faith. We need it fresh. You know, you can't if you store up faith for very long, it kind of leaks out. It's there, but you don't take it. So we have to get in the Word and stay there and feed yourself. We feed ourselves every day because we don't want to live in this world without our faith working. So we take the Word. Kelly and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.